Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello and welcome everyone. I am Katie Patrick, as always, joined by David Ferrazzo. And we're going to take a little pause before we get started. Because this is your reminder, your daily reminder, that our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school is now enrolling students for the fall. So get on it today. Request your free Free. information packet at freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. And make sure, definitely make sure, to say that you heard about our school, FPA, through Educated. Yes. So then we can brag to everyone around the office and we can win you know, coolest people in the whole wide world or something. We went a trip to, I don't know, the destination our, of our choice. Our imagination. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be so nice. But mention it. Mention educated. Yeah, do it and anyway. get your free packet. We just want to brag around the office how much cooler we are than everyone else. Yeah. Now, there was once a time when addressing a group of people as, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh. It used to be polite. There was once a time, I know, so long ago. Can't believe you just said that. Because nowadays, you can get fired for saying ladies and gentlemen. And that's what one incoming, or hopefully was going to be incoming, school superintendent found out the hard way. David, how did this happen? What happened to our world? True story, believe it or not. Um, This really did happen. And just the headline... You're going to look at this headline and go, no way. There's there's no way. <laughs> Yahweh. And uh, it says, school superintendent loses job offer. Ready? Why? He After he calls ladies, ladies. So this was in Massachusetts. Uh, now it's coming together. You Massachusetts. Starting he to make he sense claimed now. that he lost the job offer he'd been given. He'd been given the offer, offered, after he included a, a microaggression. <laughs> it's considered a microaggression. In a recent email to some members of the school committee. Um, okay, stop. When, when we're getting offended by being called a lady or a gentleman. How dare you? What on earth? And Katie, I'm going there. What would my great grandparents <laughs> say? But let's watch this video and set this thing up. We'll come back and talk about it. Vito Perone was left in shock Thursday after his offer to become the East Hampton Public School District's next superintendent was rescinded. He tells Western Mass News he was notified by the chairperson of the school committee that his offer would be taken away due to an email he sent to the school committee chairperson and executive assistant to the committee. We obtained a copy of the email that lists negotiations, including more vacation time. He explains the main focus was him addressing the school committee members as, quote, ladies at the beginning of his email. They explained to me that uh, they were uh, insulted by the address and I said well I grew up at a time 60s 70s when ladies and gentlemen was a a term of of respect and that's how I intended it I didn't mean to uh, 
insult you and was basically told that my uh, my apology didn't really mean anything and that they were going to rescind the offer. Perone says while he was disappointed, it was not about the money and was taking a $14,000 pay cut to leave his role in West Springfield as interim superintendent. He was hoping to end his career in East Hampton, where he has fond memories of working at the high school. You know, I was a principal here. We built this school while I was principal. We had a lot of great um, energy and memories here. I was a coach. I coached football. My sons played. He says he has nothing against the school committee and hopes everyone can use the situation as something to grow and learn from. Grow and learn from? What can we grow and learn uh, from that other than these people are nutso? They're not ladies. Nor gentlemen, probably. Well, they obviously didn't feel like they were in a safe space oh, when he unleashed the L word, ladies. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> ladies. How dare you? In an email. Die. Oh, my goodness. Lord, help us. Just take us now. Where Any can you go from this point? Where? Oh, well, I just watch. <laughs> a month from now, we'll be talking about something so radically. We're going, we're going wow, this was unimaginable just How? a short time ago. I... I, I <laughs> I still can't understand this story because they know him. He's been a principal there. That's he the was confusing a football coach it, yeah. there. You know him. And clearly, when you vetted him, interviewed him, they have to go through like rounds of these things. He had to apply and do all these things. He had references. He was an upstanding guy when you hired him. And then he says a word that's not even, he didn't even it's not a curse word, it's ladies. How have we gotten to that point where you are so self, I don't know, everything's about just you. You're, ugh, you're Well, it's victimology. It's, it's being victim offended, yeah. being offended at the most ridiculous things. And like, this I, guy I, was practically hired. He was voted in, right? Yep. According to the story, he was voted in. He was going to be, and then, uh-oh, he sent an email and, and, and said, ladies, my goodness, guys. This is, and of course, Massachusetts is, it is of course, it's nothing like this is happening in any other state in the country, Katie Petrick. Oh, no, not at all. But he, the fact that he said, <laughs> I grew up in a time in the 60s and 70s. Well, I grew up in a time in the 90s and the zero zeros, whatever it was. And so it was they were still, saying, ladies and gentlemen, in your time? They were still saying, time? ladies and gentlemen, in my, in my time of growing up. <laughs> what do you know when all of this craziness, I mean, it's increased and intensified in every like month that goes by. But it really started to turn, I would say, back, I don't know, 2012-ish time period. What, why did you say Certain political things were happening. Oh, okay. 2012. I'll just leave it at that. But you noticed the tide well, 2009, turning. 2009, I think. That, really that started, was a big change. 2012 I mean, really was like, oh, well, the, the chains are off. We can. Just, yeah, the we country do... was practically being fundamentally transformed. True. That was the, one, the start of it. It was already changing, but that opened up, unleashed a whole new radical level of transformation and ideology that was pushed in. Anyway, um, I would wonder if we could do some research sometime. I know I'm going off on a tangent. Tangent. Of, of how many women today are offended if a man opens up the door, like a gro at the grocery store or the restaurant or wherever, just opens up the door. Are women actually offended by that? You know, I'm relieved if a man, woman, or child does it for me, and I do the same for them. How, we're talking basic yes. respect and yeah. etiquette. But now we, I guess we can apparently no longer uh, make a division between the sexes and determine, okay, you're a woman. I'm going to open up the door for you. What if she doesn't feel like a woman that day? What if she, she's offended because, hey, wait a minute, just because I look like, you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, no, this, just, just, you, could, you could spin this so many different ways, but 
Katie, that's this is what we do because this, this is where we are <laughs> in the United States of Entertainment and yep. the just unbelievable things where we get to report on. <laughs> Still to come, though, a new study finds the majority of Americans now believe a college degree is no longer worth the investment. We were some of us were saying this, the Alex Newmans and others a decade ago, but even longer. But do you agree? Anyway, we're going to discuss that next. We are going to file the next story under. Told you duh. so. <laughs> Told you what, so. What, dumb? Duh. 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 Told you so. <laughs> uh, a new poll from the Wall Street Journal and the NORC says that Americans' faith in college has reached a 10-year low. Duh. What? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where I read that headline and said, duh. I told you um, so. The Wall Street Journal reported results from more than 1,000 respondents on a March 31st poll. And it said that uh, since 2013, the Wall Street Journal and the NORC, which is a, a data and research center at the University of Chicago, they've documented the dwindling, dwindling percentage of Americans who think that college is actually worth its cost. And this latest round, this latest poll, shows that only 42% of respondents say, yep, let's go to college. It's totally worth all my money. If not even half of the people or I guess respondents, which I, I would look at the breakdown of how many of them actually did go to college, um, say that, no, it's not really worth it. If, if less than half of them say it is worth it and more than half say it's not worth it, you have some problems on your hand there, colleges, because the people are not going to continue going to give, them, give you their money if they don't think it's worth it. Well, but I hope we they are. don't. Well, I hope they don't, but oh. you know, they do. Of course, we are going to say a lot of the reasoning here, especially this newest one, is um, the disruption with the COVID-19 pandemic. It's always COVID-19's oh, fault. Oh, okay. But That's crushing why. student loan debt, the disruption of the COVID-19 pandemic, and low graduation rates are cited by the Wall Street Journal's report as possible reasons behind Americans' pessimism. Now, Brian Kaplan, a George Mason University economist, said that the Wall Street Journal, or told the Wall Street Journal, that colleges have squandered a lot of goodwill by pushing a dogmatic left-wing religion. I think that's more the reasoning, don't you? Wait a minute. So, uh, uh, an economist from George Mason University said that? Yes, it wasn't, it wasn't someone from the political science department who said that. It wasn't okay. one of the English professors who said that. It was an economist who... I hope most economists, because economists can tell you how things are, but they should not tell you what they should be. They, their job is not to tell you what it should be, but just how they are. And so he is hopefully reporting on, yeah, this is what it is. Pushing a dogmatic left-wing religion. Yes, that is what it is. That, that that's is really what, what it is. That is what it is. He's yeah. not saying if it's good or bad. He's just saying that's what it is. Um, and we all know that that is precisely why yeah. the colleges are suffering right now. Now, Kaplan also said that the reputation of higher education took a hit when colleges went online during the pandemic, but charged the students in-person tuition. Oh, so geez. more than 70 colleges actually are facing lawsuits from students and former students who are alleging that the value of these classes did not match what they paid. Fact check true. I've yeah. talked to a lot of people who were in college, obviously during the pandemic, and they had to go online for all their courses, and they said it was a joke. Wow. That what, because 
they aren't set up to be online right. institutions like Freedom Project Academy is. And that's precisely why your students, K through 12, should come with us because we are set up for it. We know exactly what we're doing for an online education to be effective for your students. But these colleges were not set up for it. A lot of the college professors have issues, trouble handling computer and technology. So it, it was a struggle, according to the people I spoke with. It was it was just not a good time and not worth what they were paying thousands of dollars for. Well, nice plug, by the way, for FPEUSA.org. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, mention educated uh, when you ask for your free packet. But back to the story, the Wall Street Journal um, said uh, uh, women and older Americans. That Yeah, I was just looking to look at that. Driving the decline in confidence. So that's interesting. <laughs> Women and older Americans are driving the decline in confidence in universities? Yes, and you may be thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought it was all about, like, women are all about this. Now, there is a caveat to this. Okay. The exception of that decline is that Democrats, degree holders, and respondents earning at least six figures, <laughs> oh. those categories, um, they see it as a good thing. Of course. So it's more like all of us average Joes and Jills out there so who aren't why, making the six figures or and we're not Democrats. Why would, we're the ones who are being like, this is not worth it. The rest of them are like, oh, it's totally worth why it. Why would Democrats be supportive mm. of the university? Oh, I wonder why. Could they it be ideology? Just, no, not ideology. Could it ideology. be the religion? Just considering of DEI that they and sex will, and yes, LGBTQ? Continue to and indoctrinate their messaging, their narrative yeah. into the minds yeah. of the most malleable. Yep. It started in K-12 education. Let's yes. just continue on into college education. And then for some of them, they will never leave college education and they will become the next generation to indoctrinate the next generation after that. Hmm. If you know college professors, especially female ones. Ooh, she said it. I said it. A female said it. As someone who grew up wanting to become a college professor and I was on my path to becoming a college professor and then I veered off of that path thank god because I then you, found you out have lasted no I, I wouldn't have you would I have been would have fired a bit too much would have would have said them some <laughs> um but because I saw what the value hmm. of an education should be at the college and yeah. what I received and I've obtain several degrees so it's not like i'm just spouting off as someone who's never been in the seats being at various colleges different levels of college getting those different degrees i can say wholeheartedly right now do not go to college it is not worth the amount of money that you have to pay for it well it's, most people not, i mean a majority i don't remember the latest survey but most people do not end up working in the field that they get a degree for if that, i well, that's because gender studies doesn't allow you many <laughs> jobs. Yeah, I can't get a job it as was a social English majors. Well, actually, you can't. Those English majors are your fast food workers. It, it's true. Now, we're going to veer a little off of this because coming up, in a time when the loudest voices on the college campuses are usually the minority woke opinion, we have another new study that's finding the majority of college students fear speaking up about controversial topics. <laughs> that's why I went last. Uh, we're going to discuss that next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
Yes, yes, yes. It is that special time of year when we talk about how most college students say that they are too scared to speak up in class. Uh, they are reluctant, if you will, to discuss controversial topics in classroom settings, and they cite fear of peer retributions as the biggest reason. And that's according to a new survey. Now, yeah. we, we talk about this all the time, yep. and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Isn't it easier to name the things that are not controversial? Yeah, basically. What or not is deemed controversial? controversial? Yeah. Anything. Uh, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Now, specifically, 58% of college students surveyed reported that they tend to shy away from those hot-button topics inside the classroom. And that's according to a recently released survey from the Heterodox Academy. Now, the survey highlighted the fact that two-thirds of college students who keep quiet say it's primarily because of a fear of other students' reactions. So, just mm. like in K-12, we're all scared that the bullies in the classroom are going to yell at them or do something. So instead, they just keep quiet, keep to themselves, don't say anything. And part of that is the reason why we are in the state we are in today is because if you will, bullies weren't punched in the face when they should have been, mm. metaphorically speaking, if you'd like. Yeah, she's um, not condoning violence. but No, I'm not. But <laughs> basically, instead of truth, common sense, reality, speaking up in class, you have those kids just keep to themselves, keeping it quiet, and the loudest voices being those wokesters, and they're going to convince two-thirds, if not more, of the class that they're right because they're the only voice that's being heard. Yeah. And instead of the common sense, normal kids, if you will, metaphorically again, punching that bully, the wokester, in the face and mm. shutting down and showing truth, that's how we end up where we are today. Yeah. It's sad, though, that even at the college level, did you hear that? We're not talking about Teenagers, we're not talking about uh, middle school or junior high school where you're, you know, you're still trying to figure out, you know, who you are, what you believe, find out about yourself and the, the school, your, your friends, the world around you. We're talking about college. These are young adults, right? Supposed to be. Young adult, young adults, and they're afraid to voice their opinion. That, that's because... Just to say something about a topic if it's deemed controversial they don't want to say if, if if it doesn't fit the leftist narrative apparently it's because today's college kids are really at the i don't know if you want to call it the capacity the abilities of a high schooler the high schoolers today are at maybe what middle schoolers are middle schoolers oh, the maturity at level or maturity the education, level, just education yeah. education level for sure reading yeah. writing and math but and that's in regards to actual thinking and in common sense in regards to sexualization, though, they are way ahead. See, we go the opposite direction when it's the things and the narrative and all that the far left really wants to push on them. And it's because they push that narrative on them. So the kids are very well versed in all of that things. We don't have kids who are, are confident in their actual educational abilities to speak out against on whatever the hot button topic may be. You know, it's interesting. Heterodox Academy is a nonpartisan organization that describes itself as a group committed to improving research and education by promoting the ideals of viewpoint diversity, <laughs> open inquiry, and constructive disagreement. I just found that just to shout, you know, with the, the word diversity there. Viewpoint diversity, Katie. We're not allowed to have viewpoint diversity. Do they not know this? <laughs> Where have they been? But that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So this uh, camp and... 
campus expression survey mm -hmm. uh, was actually done back in November in the fall, like it usually is, but they just released the results now, and that's why we're getting them. But they were looking at, they looked at over 1,500 full-time students who were aged 18 to 24 okay. at four-year universities. Okay. So like adults, mm -hmm. young adults, more than 1,500 of them and 58% of them are like, I'm not gonna talk about anything that's a hot button topic. So they go along to get along and wow. then we end up how we are yep. today. Sad. Which is sad, yeah, but I don't is. wanna make us sad anymore, David. So no, let's have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. When we get back, we've got our latest Babylon Bee headlines to discuss, stay right there. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, friends, you know what time it is. Before we wrap this show up for the day, we are committed to serving you, our viewers, and taking a look at everyone's favorite satire site, The Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. We've picked our favorites. Katie Patrick has not seen them. And now we'll look at the headlines and decide which one should be named Queen of the Hive. We start with historic intel leak traced back to Biden hitting reply all on email. <laughs> Number two, Pentagon secures against future intelligence leaks by installing ring doorbell. Number three, Dalai Lama inundated with requests from public libraries to lead story hours. Number four, Raytheon unveils new Dylan Mulvaney branded Patriot missile. And number five, and this is, this is interesting, people with taste buds continue decades long boycott of Bud Light. Oh. Katie Patrick. Oh. Kind that of a diverse, a very uh, diverse, you know, much like much like those in our in the headlines themselves. Dylan Mulvaney, so diverse. Yeah. Um, the Dalai Lama one. Oh, that story upsets That's me. gross. The, if the, you know the story, it's, the, it's that. Mm, and I don't what? even I don't even say that tongue in cheek. Uh, mm. <laughs> David, David. Sorry. <laughs> but that one, the Dalai Lama, <laughs> actually, that one's. You know, add it to the list, Babylon B. It will probably come true. Oh, it will probably come true that he will be invited. Yes, that's that's one. But the D Dylan Mulvaney, that not the Bud Light one, but the missile one. Yeah, um, it, it's a little too phallic he, now. I would say for it's a little too what? phallic. Yeah, that could be now for Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, but maybe not. My favorite. Um, yeah. I got to go with Biden hitting reply all <laughs> because. I mean, it's Biden. Does right? he know how to turn a computer on? Probably, That's the question. He would probably do. <laughs> it probably says would. classified, but someone says, hey, I'm getting sick. I got to go throw up in the bathroom. So Secret Service agents kind of take a couple steps away, and this person leaves the room that's supposed to be watching over his shoulder, and he probably gets on there and hits reply all. <laughs> classified. All these red danger, you know. The red phone. That's, that's, man. That's, 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 he, he that's has Biden. The launch codes. 
traced back he? to hmm. him. The puppet in the White House. Boop, boop, boop. Yep. So that's going to wrap up our week and our top headlines. More satire next time. Guaranteed. All right. Well, if you are a fan of the show, please like, comment, share, and especially if you have children or grandchildren or know some K through 12 students who need a good education, yes. have them check out freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. And hey, let them know when you get your free packet and you sign up that educated, educated are the people. David and Katie, who sent you. Now, for David and for myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo, makeup and hair by Katie Scholl, graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project media app. Copyright 2023.